0: All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who Dat? Say they be Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another draft episode here at the Who Dat Discussion. As always, I'm your host Andrew Galata. You could follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also you can follow the podcast on Twitter at the Dis. And it's time to talk some draft only a few days away now into the NFL draft. And it should just be so, so fun. And we did our like three round mock draft for the last few episodes. And instead of finishing out, you know, the last day three picks, we're actually just going to start a new one and go right through it today. Then, you know, we'll also talk about some draft needs for the Saints. And just going to dive right into basically a draft primer. So I really hope that you guys enjoy. We're just going to jump right into it. I think just really talking about the NFL draft. I mean, there was like some quick news. I mean, the Saints did re-sign a Will Clapp, which is good depth there at the offensive line. And I think that interior depth is always great to have. So that was a nice, um, you know, pickup or re-sign, I really should say, by them as they're just trying to bring that depth back. And, you know, I, I do think that is really important when looking at it, you know, more. I think everyone likes that he's a local guy and all that stuff. Uh, so that's also, you know, good things for the Saints. So, you know, I, I think with, with with that quick news out of the way, I, I do want to jump into really just going right into, you know, what are the draft needs for the Saints? And, and I do think that this is really important when looking at this team. Where are the needs? You know, where are the holes? And, you know, I, I think years this year is different than other years because I think last few years, you know we we've kind of known that you know these are the players you know these are the positions i should say that the Saints should go out and get and then usually they've been able to you know get players at those positions this year's so maybe a lot like that 2017 draft like a lot like those other drafts 2016 2015 they had a lot of holes and you know they had to fill some areas if they were going to be successful that season 2017 they were able to do that with just all of those hits you know we don't you know we're not going to get into it right now but we know it you know you don't have to go through the names Ramshad Kamara um, all, all those guys, you know, Lattimore. But, you know, it, I think the Saints have to take a similar approach. And obviously, you're probably not going to be as successful to 2017. But trying to take as much picks in as possible, and then just trying to, you know, hit on as many as possible. And, you know, for me, I you was know, just looking at the biggest need. Cornerbacks number one. You know you let go Janoris Jenkins, and I don't think you leave. You know you just cut Janoris Jenkins if you don't have a plan. And it seems like their plan was we're going to try to go out and draft someone, the best available player, your best available cornerback in round one. If that player is not there. We'll go with another position, and then we'll you know go out and sign someone like a Richard Sherman or Josh Norman or you know whoever it you know may be. Maybe it's a guy like Casey Hayward as well. All those guys, you know, just kind of looking at all those veterans or maybe we pair it up with a third-round pick or whatever it ends up being. I think that was kind of now the Saints' plan. I think we can see that. And then just looking about how all the tea leaves are being read, I think corner would be that A1 spot. And we all know about the players, the Greg Newsoms, the Caleb Farleys, the Sante Samuel Juniors when looking at it, the Eric Stokes of the world as well uh, from Georgia. If you want to go up a little bit, the J.C. Horns, the Patrick um, – no, excuse me, Patrick Sertains, excuse me there – um, So all those guys, I mean, those are the little more higher end. You probably have to trade up big time to get them. You may still have to trade up to get a guy like Greg Newsome as well, maybe like five, six spots. I mean, I think that would be doable, but I, I kind of want to stick at 28 because I think, look, if newsom has gone, if Farley's gone, you know, if, you know, a guy like Stokes is gone, that means a guy like J.O.K., um, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa is going to be there. hope I said his name right. I think I did uh, with that one. Or, you know, Zaven Collins or Jamin Davis, someone else in the linebacker group you know, is also going to be there, and that's my second biggest need, is linebacker, you want someone opposite to Mario Davis, who can range just like we saw Quan Alexander did, that put a extra level to this defense, and that to me is just so, so important, so I, I do think that that's kind of where your top two needs are, we all know it, and I think your first round pick has to be either the best available corner or the best available linebacker. And if both of those positions are just that everyone's going high, everyone's reaching on them, then you may go to another position like a wide receiver that you really like. Maybe Kadarius Tony still out there. I would love that pick as well, a guy that you could do a lot of different things with and really upgrade that offense for Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, whoever's there. I really like that as well in that aspect. So, you know, but really, unless that doomsday scenario happens, one of those Zayvon Collins, JOK, Newsome, Fairley, um, or Farley, or Farley—I really should say—or um, you know, a guy like maybe um, Eric Stokes, whoever it ends up being. If they're on the board, you know, you're probably gonna want to take him. To me, there's a top four. It's Newsome, Farley, and then it's JOK and Collins. And if you can find one of those four guys, go out and get them. If two of those guys are there, I I pick the cornerback. Um, and that's just kind of how I would go about that. But It is really interesting, and you know, looking at these prospects and what you know Newsom can bring. I think he would plug and play, start too. And you know, Farley. I think if he's healthy and those back issues check out, I do think that he is a guy that really is you know a, a top talent. You know, I think he's right up there with J.C. Horn. I think he's right up there with Patrick Sertain. I think he may even be better than those guys if healthy. If healthy is a really, really, really big you know term for him, but you know, if all the medicals check out for Farley. To me, he he's going to be a really solid addition to the Saints team, and he could actually be a shutdown corner with himself. And I think he's an upgrade over Janoris Jenkins when healthy. That's how high on, I am on him. And you know, if the Saints come out with Farley and Farley's healthy and balling out, Saints are going to look like geniuses. You know, dropping, um, you know, or cutting—I really should say—a guy like Janoris Jenkins, an aging veteran, still very solid, but still an aging veteran for an up-and-coming youngster that's already really good. They would look—I mean, amazing. You know, they'd made out really well if that was the case, but. May not happen, obviously, and, you know, but those are your top needs, and, you know, I, I wouldn't, sh- you know, reach for anyone. I probably wouldn't trade up for anybody as well. That's just kind of the area I'm in right now. I mean, I probably wouldn't, you know, try to trade up to 23 unless it was your A1 guy that you wanted to get. Like a Newsome. maybe I, I'd do that, but then it depends who you're giving up, what you're giving up. Definitely no first-round picks. Second-round picks I'd even be a little wary about. Maybe next year's second round picks. It's just because, you know, this team needs players. They need young, controllable talent. And the way to do that is through the draft. They have eight slots to do that. And, you know, if you now, you know, have to give up next year's, so you don't know where you're going to be next year. It would just be something I wouldn't want to do. But those are your top two areas for me that you're picking first round, second round. And if doomsday scenario happens, then, you know, you pick it out maybe in that third round and maybe go like, you know, wide receiver, um, you know, in that first round. And like, you know, in our mock draft, we had, you know, Zayvon Collins available. And I believe he was the only one. I think maybe it was Newsome available, too. I think hindsight, I probably would have went Newsome. I went Collins just to, you know, get a you know a new opinion in there. Um, you know, I, I think that's also big with mock drafts and that type of stuff. So I think Collins is a really good pick. And, you know, if you can come out with any of those four guys, I'd be really happy. And, you know, you move to the second round, and then your linebacker wasn't there. You know, and when that happens, your linebacker's not there, then you kind of, you know, it was Jabril Cox wasn't on there, Jamin Davis wasn't on there, Baron Browning wasn't on there. So all those guys were off the board. Didn't have one that I really loved. Didn't have any, you know, um, obviously you picked your, your so your linebackers were gone. We already picked the linebacker in the first round, too, and your corners. Sanse Samuel wasn't there. Um, you know, uh, I was kind of banking on Paulson to see both Falling. He didn't. So, again, you kind of get caught in the middle. So I picked Milton Williams, who Milton Williams is a really good player. Um, you know, and then we had Brendan Boylan on the show. So shout out, uh, Brendan. And, you know, I was actually just doing a live show just before I recorded this podcast with the Saints News Network and the Saints Interns Pod. And definitely check that out. I'll, you know, hook up all the social media accounts, um, you know, retweet that, you know, that live stream, see if you guys can check it out. So that was a great conversation um, with Brendan Boylan um, and then also Sam Lucio, who's a fellow intern of mine at Saints News Network. So that was a really, really fun conversation. And, you know, you know I think then just looking at, you know, what the Saints could do, um, you know, in that second round, it's interesting. I know Brendan went Elijah Molden, cornerback, so he, would get, he got the cornerback linebacker. I did, and I picked Milton Williams. Could have won a wide receiver as well, and, you know, I think it's interesting. After you look at the first two, where's your third? And to me, it's defensive line. It's either your edge or the interior. If you want to get one of them. That's just kind of where I'm falling right now between these guys. I think Milton Williams would be a great guy because he can kind of do both. Second round may be a little bit of a stretch for him, but like he's kind of early third, maybe late second, which would kind of fall right where the Saints are. So I think he'd be a guy that I'd like to see on the interior. Devion Nix is another guy on the interior that I like. Gregory Rousseau on more of the outside. I, I think that that's your third need. Beef up that interior, beef up that outside. I think you're going to need it. And you're going to you know if you pick that guy in the second or third round, you're going to be happy you did because when it comes around to week 14 and, you know, injuries happen, you're happy you have that depth. So that's just kind of what I thought there from that third. I think behind that, then you go your wide receiver, and uh, I, I think that maybe even be tied with defensive line. I, I do like the wide receiver group. I wouldn't be you know upset if they didn't add one until the fourth round and kind of to round out that group. I think if Michael Thomas is coming back a one, I think your group's going to be just fine. Whatever whoever's there, and obviously I I, I do think that Drake Juan Smith with new quarterback can take a next step. Um, you know, same with Deontay Harris and Marcus Callaway. Maybe, you know, guys that just, you know, take the ball off the defense or take the top off the defense, excuse me, with the deep ball. And I think those guys can do it. I think with a guy like Jameis Winston, that is going to help them a lot. And, you know, I I think adding another guy in there would be really good. Um, We'll see who's available. But to me, fourth round is a good area to have that. You know, fourth round, end of third round, fourth round, I think that would be a good area to add a receiver. If you have one you like, if Kadarius Toney's there and no one else is there, I go Kadarius Toney. If you can, like, let's say Tony falls like fifty, I trade up and get Tony. I think he's that good of a talent. But you know, beyond that, you know, I mean, I, I think if looking at guys like Rondell Moore, if he fell, I would pick him at sixty if he was still there. Um, you know, you can kind of go down the list, but that's just kind of what I was uh, thinking there. And then beyond that, then you start looking at the um, offensive line. You start looking at the tight end, maybe. I think you could probably still add another one there, so maybe you add a tight end. Offensive line, I think, could be a big one just depth wise, adding more, you know, depth players there. And and the Saints always do. So, I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do again. Um, And then, you know, your kind of safeties up there as well. Um, Quarterback, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints went fourth, fifth round quarterback. Guy like Jamie Newman, Kyle Trask, they've been connected to. So, all of those areas for sure will be very interesting. But that's just kind of rounding out the room. I mean, I I feel like that's what you need. And, you know, we're going to see it now. We're going to do a mock draft live with you guys now. And then we're going to see if it comes through here. Um, and, you know, we're able to pick up these needs here throughout this mock draft. But first, before we do that, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion And now we're going to get to our mock draft here. We're going to do a live mock draft here. We're going to do the whole eight picks for the Saints. We're going to use the draft network. So shout out to them, you know, for their great, um, you know, site to just simulate mock drafts and all that stuff. It's really, really fun. And, you know, we're just going to really just get right into it here. Pick 28 for the Saints. We just rounded out all of the Saints needs going into the draft. And now we're just going to go through it here and we're going to see who's available and... I'm just going to read off the list, Um, you know, we'll we'll post it up as well. And this is a very interesting list here. And starting off, number 19 ranked on the draft network, Zavin Collins. And then 21, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. And those two guys still on the board. None of the cornerbacks. This was a cornerback heavy. All the cornerbacks went. I'm just going to look when they went. I mean, just looking pretty, pretty um, early on. I mean, just looking at all these guys. Greg Newsom went 19. You had um, Caleb Farley go 12, J.C. Horn go 10, Patrick Sertain go eight. So all those guys went off the board very, very quickly. But because of all those guys went off very, very quickly, the linebackers fell and you have your pick between Zayvon Collins and Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. And I think in this case, you got to go JOKNFL.com gave him a 6.82 prospect grade, which is really, really high. I mean, just looking at, you know, kind of how it goes. It's, you know, a year one quality starter. They compare him to Derwin James. I mean, some of his strengths are just a rare level of explosives, speed, agility, all that stuff. He plays physical, fast. I know he's a little undersized when you're looking at him. He's only 6'1", 221. But he's just a player that is an upgrade over Quan Alexander. And we saw what Quan Alexander did. You look at JOK, he's an upgrade over that. And that's going to be so, so big for this Saints defense and you know to me he's the best player available and to have him available right now at 28 to me would be a steal so we're just going to go into it JOK here coming to the New Orleans Saints here at pick 28 the linebacker from Notre Dame so you know we're going to sim this along and you know just looking at this i mean it's it was interesting to see him fall to me to the Saints and now the Saints they got that linebacker opposite uh, Demario Davis going to do something similar to the Bucks. They got Devin White, similar type player. Now the Saints add you know JOK and going to try to copy that formula. And you know we're back up here, and now we are with the 60th pick, and this is an interesting one. Just looking at some players on the board here. Uh, number one is Javante Williams, the running back out of UNC. You have Peyton Turner, the edge rusher out of Houston. Gregory Rousseau, the edge rusher out of Miami. Joseph Asai, the edge rusher out of Texas. Uh, Javen Holland, um, the safety out of Oregon. And then Jamar Johnson, the safety out of Indiana. Davion Nixon's also going to be um, available as well here with this pick. And I do think it's really interesting. A lot of edge rushers fell. You know, your best available cornerback, I'll I'll, I'll bring that up as well because that's somewhere we want to look. Like, where's the best available cornerback? So, you know, we're going to see the best one's going to be Melon Falu from Syracuse and he's a really solid player and he's someone that you have to look at to possibly pick in this situation so I you know Mellon follow he's pretty low on this list he's 78th according to the draft network I think that he's a very Saints like uh corner 6-2 very long rangy athletic physical you know he's kind of that type of prospect he's ascending quickly raw but you know, he has all the tools and kind of that Saints type linebacker uh excuse me Saints type cornerback where physical, you know, that kind of fits that, that tone of what the Saints usually look at um, with, with um, cornerback could be raw, but, you know, still really solid. Um, You know, his ideal role for the draft network is a starting outside corner. And, you know, he's a player that I think is really interesting. We have to look at, even though he's a little lower on this list, I do think at 60, you know, it would be a good, you know, fine for him. I I honestly just think the draft network may have him a little low um, on this list. And they may just rate him low compared to other, you know, places. And, you know, to me, that's just really interesting. Going to look at his NFL.com grade right now, just to show you guys. And, you know, just, you know, he's a player that I think would be a good fit with the Saints and kind of a logical fit. He has a 6.3 prospect grade, which means they think he's going to be a starter within the first two seasons. So you bring him in and the guy like Josh Norman, Richard Sherman, Casey Hayward, I like that. I, I like that a lot. That he's going to be still there. Um, just because looking at all the other talents there, you have you know Gregory Rousseau, who's a first round talent who's still on the board. Do I want to you know give up my cornerback need for best player available? And I think this is going to be an interesting situation with the Saints because that may happen. You may have someone who falls like a Gregory Rousseau. And he's falling down the board, but Edge Rusher isn't as big as Anita's cornerback. You need a cornerback. You have someone at 60 with Melon Falu, probably right around to where he's gonna be picked. This may be an area where you want to trade back up. We can't do trades in this draft network, but maybe you trade back up into like pick 70 or maybe 65 um to pick a Melon Follow and then pick Rousseau now. We don't have that ability, so you know let's do like maybe the Saints didn't have the ability to to trade. Who do we draft here between the two? I'm going to pick the need with Mellon Follow. I, I honestly think he's a very Saints type guy, physical. And like, as I said, all that stuff before, I mean, according to, you know, look at NFL.com, solid prospect grade. They compare him to Tremaine Johnson, which, you know, had a really good start to his career, not so good in the second. They give him a draft projection of the second round. So he's right there in the second round uh, for sure. And just looking at his strengths, he's got those elite traits with testing, with the physical aspects. He's able to mirror. He's able to do that really well long body, big, you know, we already looked at, you know, six two two twelve. Um, you know, pretty good tackler as well, and, you know, to me that is really good when looking at it. Now, technique needs help, I mean, that's kind of the big thing, change of direction needs help, but I think with the Saints, you know, with, you know, Rashard at the, you know, secondary coach, you know, uh, position, I, I, I honestly like this really well, and I, I'm going to go ahead and pick him, even though Rousseau's there, and maybe the better player, but to me, Falu is higher on the Saints list because they just need those cornerback badly, and it's to me it's really good value. So, going to pick Falu there here with that pick. So, with number sixty, the Saints are going to go Mellon Falu from uh, Syracuse, and now we're going to be now <laughs> moving up to pick ninety-five, and um, it's going to be ninety-eight. Excuse me, and it's going to be obviously a little longer of a wait. And you know, just seeing who falling, you know, Milton Williams is going to be available. And I think that this draft has fell really well for me, and yeah, you know, I think that's big. Milton Williams still on the board. We picked him in the second round last time. He's here in the third round this time, and yes, the Saints would have to triple up to pick him, which you know you may not love to do. I mean, just looking at the other guys available, um, you know, the, the quarterbacks are there. Trask, um, other you know offensive players. Mon's also there. Calum Mon's maybe you go want to pick him. I mean, just other know offensive tackles James Hudson's there you know but to me I think that Milton Williams is too good good to let up right here he's gonna be there and I honestly love this pick because he's gonna fill this role and you just filled your defense and I think your defense could be just as good as it was last year you know let's say you do add you know a, a, another veteran in that cornerback group so you have three solid corners in there with p Rob your rookie melon Falu, and let's say a Josh Norman I'm really liking what the Saints are doing. You bring in Williams, who could play inside and out. I love it. You know, uh, a local guy from Louisiana Tech. I'm going to go take him. And then you got your, you know, JOK. To me, that's really good. And now you go wide receiver, whatever you got to go here. And just looking at it, there's not a ton of receivers available, which to me is really interesting. Uh, You know, quarterback is the top player. It's Kyle Trask. And this may be a good. You know, place to pick Trask. I mean, just looking at other areas, I can look at uh some of the drafted or not, excuse me, some of the undrafted receivers so far, and you know, looking at Frank Darby, Seth Williams, um you know, some, you know, a few other guys. But you know, looking at the rankings, there isn't as it would be a reach to pick those guys. And tight end, same thing. Interior, same thing. So, you know, I, I don't want to go back to the defense here, and I, I, I think that right now, looking at what the Saints are going to do. Kyle Trask is, you know, was thought about with the Saints. He was definitely mocked there in some places, a little higher. He's available at the end of the third round in this co- uh, compensatory pick. I think this is a perfect place to pick your quarterback. I think the Saints are going to be in the quarterback business until they have that franchise guy. I think they, you know, hopefully Jameis Winston or Taysom is, but you don't know that for sure. So until that's a certainty, you're in, you know, the business of quarterbacks. And you know, with the third third rounder, I think Kyle Trask kind of falls to you. To me, he's in that second tier. He's not in that third. To me, he's in that second tier with Mac Jones, who's going to go really high. I don't see it, but um, I I do think Mac Jones is in like a second tier with Calumon, those quarterbacks that were great in college. And, you know, let's see where they project in the pros. Probably not as high, but they did look really good in college, and they have a lot of those pro um, intangibles. But some things that, you know, the, the, the big wide open holes they'll throw to in those big windows won't be there. And that's going to be a problem, I think, for Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. The legs for Kyle Trask aren't the best, but he's a good decision maker. You know, he's not going to lose you a lot of games. And, you know, I, I don't think he's a, a bad prospect. And I think, you know, maybe you hit, you know, the nail on the head with him, and he's really good. And, you know, if you don't, it's your second, third-round pick, and you kind of chalk it up. But I do think this is good value, uh, you know, for the Saints at 105. And I'm going to go ahead and pick Kyle Trask there. And now, you know, the big wait for the Saints between their next picks. Um, You know, so I like where this draft is so far. Love it, actually, to be quite honest with you. I love where it has been. We're going to pick up 133 here, and now you can go in a lot of different ways. Um, You know, I I think wide receiver should be an area. Interior offensive line could be an area. But I like how it came together. I actually love how it came together. You got your linebacker. You got your stud linebacker, who's going to be an amazing player, in my opinion. Your second round, you got a solid cornerback and now now you're gonna mold him and then you're also gonna bring in a veteran. So you got those two positions um kind of filled out really nicely to compete for a championship. I think you with doing those moves you can compete for a championship. Third round you get, you know, to me a steal and Milton Williams who can play both inside and outside is going to really help your depth on the defensive line. And then your second third round pick you pick Kyle Trash, the quarterback, and you're always in the business of quarterbacks until you have that franchise guy. You're bring Trash, see what he can do as now that third uh, quarterback and basically he's like the Jameis Winston of last year who's going to sit behind him and really not play so you know if Jameis wins the job Taysom can still do his thing and then you have Trask as that third quarterback and that's kind of where we stand so far heading into the fourth round and just looking at some players available I, I I would like to go back to the offensive side and David Moore's there from Grambling and he's a guy that I think would be really good value here I think the Saints always like adding interior players um, you know he's you know a guy that is 350, one, so he's a he's a big guy. De- definitely developmental, but you know he, he's a guy that can definitely do a lot of things. play tackle in college, and you know he's a you know good in run protection. And just looking at him, I I think he would be a pretty solid pick. You know, just looking at it, I want an offensive player, and you know o- offensive guard is um you know a, you know a position that I mean look you're tied up there, you clearly can't add much to it, but. If you can add a draft pick, fourth round, not that big of a, you know, really commitment. To me, it wouldn't be a a, a bad pick here, and, and that would be something I definitely, you know, would look at going forward and, you know, just looking at, you know, what he's, you know, doing, it's kind of more of that developmental player in the fourth round, which is kind of what you're getting. I don't think it's an awful pick, though, when looking at it. You could go back to an edge rusher um, and maybe get, like, a, a true edge rusher. Couldn't get another corner with Sean Wade's available from Ohio State. Um, If you want their interior uh, defensive lineman, um, you know, you can get that as well. But right now, I think the best player available is going to be David Moore for the Saints, just because I think you want to go back to the offensive pool. You want to go to probably a few offensive picks to even out a bit. Um, You know, you have Car uh, Rashad Jr. from Oregon State. He's an edge rusher that's still there. Patrick Jones, the second, another edge rusher. But, you know, right now, I don't think the edge rusher is as big as a need and just looking at the value as well, um, I think Dave Moore would be a solid pick. Jacoby Stevens from LSU, he's another guy that I think would be you know a possible pick because I, I think when looking at the Saints are also in that safety business as well. Even though you have solid um, you know safeties heading into this year, I think they're still in that um, you know that safety you know market. And you know if you can find the right guy, I think Jacoby Stevens, maybe you know if you found the right guy and the right fit and all that stuff, maybe he's a guy that you can go out and get. Um, it's interesting. to me. I'm really between those two guys. Again, wide receiver, you don't really have that much available. I think it's going to be more of your next pick for wide receiver, which I'm fine with waiting, but I, I honestly think I'm going to go with the interior offensive lineman, try to add some depth there with David Moore. So that's, what I'm going to pick out of Grambling with the hundred and 33rd pick here of the draft. And now there's like a big layover. So again, I mean that pick, you know, I think it was solid. I mean, would I like to see another receiver there? You know, maybe, you know, for that value, yes. But now, you know, I, I think you kind of pigeon your hole, yourself into this receiver hole here right now with this pick. And, and we're going to see who's available. I, I think a lot of the receivers will start coming up. Um, you know, you have Josh um, bebe, who's in there from Illinois, who I would love to see on the board. I don't think he's going to fall here. But, you know, other guy like Cornell Powell, I really like it at Clemson. Cornell Powell, I really hope he's available here. It's going to be really interesting to see how this all goes. And guys are falling off the board. Cornell Powell is the second best available right now. And we're at 218. It looks like he's going to fall. He does. So Cornell Powell is available. And he's a guy that I really like because he can do things multiple. He could do a lot of different things for your offense. And, you know, in, you know, the sixth round of where we are right now, I actually really like this, this pick. And I think that he was, you know, in a Clemson roster that was just stacked and he kind of got buried a little bit. And I I think when he got a shot this year, he had a solid season, 53 receptions, 882 yards, seven touchdowns. I think that, you know, he did, you know, he's going to do good in a, you know, um, an NFL offense and looking what he's able to do. I mean, he's a guy that just looking at his projections, 6.21 is his grade from NFL.com and looking where, where that would stand. That's really right between a good backup who could become a starter, and then a guy that would become a starter in the next, you know, in the next two years. That's right where I think the Saints could have value at receiver. I think that's great. I mean, I I actually love that value and just looking at what he's able to do. He's a smooth route runner. Um, you know, he's got you know good hands. Um, you know, he's able to clear out the top of his routes. That's really good. He's athletic. All that stuff is really good. Is able to high point balls, all really big and. His NFL comparison is James Jones. If you can get a James Jones here, that'd be great. And his draft projection is around three to four. I mean, I I I really like this pick. You're picking him in the sixth. His projection's around three, and I, I think you need a receiver, and the perfect one is here, Cornell Powell. I think other guys, White Hubert's there from Kansas State. If you needed, if you wanted edge rusher, he'd be a guy I'd look at. I'm um, going. I mean, Demetric Felton, another guy from L- uh, U- UCLA. Excuse me, there. Um, you have Malcolm Kuntz, who's there from um, Buffalo Kunsay um not 100 sure how to say that as we go deeper down the roster but um or deep down the draft board i should say and i think we're just gonna go it it's gonna be cornell powell wide receiver at a club sit here we're gonna pick him with the 218th pitch uh, pick excuse me love this pick and we're gonna be up right now with two uh 229 and honestly i really like how this draft has came out really loved it to be honest with you and you know we're gonna finish it out here Wyatt hubert Um, you know, is available and someone I'm a little more familiar with than the rest of the guys on this board. You know, if you want to go Rashad uh, Wild Goose, the cornerback out of Wisconsin, I wouldn't hate that as well if you wanted another cornerback in there, more of a guy that is like, um, you know, a special teamer type guy. Maybe you want to go him. I think it's just interesting to see how all these guys could, um, you know, map out. Do you want the edge rusher? Do you want like the pure edge rusher? Do you want more of just a special team cornerback? It's interesting when looking at Hubert, you know, he's a guy that just looking at his measurables, you know, 6'3", 265, so definitely more of a bigger edge rusher and what the Saints like, but um, I honestly think that he's going to be, um, you know, more of that three four guy, so not really what the Saints need. So I'm going to go the corner here just because, you know, looking at Wild Goose can play in special teams, all that stuff. I think that the Saints really um, would need that type of player, so... Uh, Rashad Wild Goose here, out of Wisconsin. Get that Big Ten talent there. You know, I, I do like that pick, you know, in the sixth round and we'll have, we'll have a few more picks here. I think to to round it out. I believe we have two more. A lot of picks at the end here, which I think are important. You know, they are very important. These last round picks, and um, you know, we're gonna have one more. Excuse me, uh, and it's gonna be two fifty-five. And a lot of receivers left. And you know, you, you see Sage Surratt there, who is Chad Surratt's brother from. Wake Forest, and he's a guy from, from, um, or Chassarot's from UNC, Sage Sherratt's from Wake Forest, and, you know, he was a great high school, you know, player, and that's obviously, you know, big for him. He's a physical receiver, terrific ball skills. You know, I I think the Saints like those types of receivers. Um, You know, he's more that West Coast Saints run that. That's great. And, you know, they think he could be, like, a big slot receiver. That reminds me a lot of Marcus Colston. So I'm going to pick here to finish out another receiver with Sage Sherratt and also hopefully it can be a special teams player if needed as well. Uh, but that's just who I'm going to pick here to finish it out. And I think it was pretty solid. So we're just going to go complete recap. We're going to put this on the screen. I don't think we're going to be able to put the, you know, the who was available when we pick. So just going to have to go off of what I'm saying. Um, but, you know, here's going to be, um, you know, basically um, the ending. I'll put the end results here. So I'm just going to go through it with the 28th pick. We picked JOK, Jeremiah Owusu, Koromoa from, uh, Notre Dame, the linebacker. Um, Then with the 60th pick, we picked uh, Ifutu Melonfalu. Look, these names are a little difficult early on, and you're going to see it later as well. Um, You know, two quick, you know, some difficult names. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing Melonfalu's name correctly, but um, those are two um, difficult names off the bat, but I think he's a good corner out of uh, Syracuse. Then you have Milton Williams, a little easier name for sure. Um, The interior defensive line, but also could play outside at Louisiana Tech, really like that. Kyle Trask quarterback from Florida with that second, third round pick. Love that, that value. And he's a guy that I think, you know, could, I think, start down the road and, you know, you're in that quarterback business until you have your franchise guy. And then after that, we got our interior offensive lineman, David Moore from Grambling. I think that's a, a solid pick. um, a guy that could give you depth and hopefully eventually start. And I, I honestly think if he progresses correctly, you may see him be, you know, a good uh, backup plan to some other guys that maybe don't progress as well. Like I say, as a Ruiz or whoever it may be an Andrews Pete. And he can fill in that, that role down, down the line. So I think that's important. Then Cornell Powell. I love this pick in the sixth round. Absolutely love this pick. Uh, the wide receiver out of Clemson. I think it's amazing value. I think he could do a lot of different things for your offense. I think he can create separation. He has good hands. Could, could you know, catch in traffic. I think he'd be a big steal for the saints at wide receiver in the sixth round. Then you have Rashad wild goose, Jr. The cornerback out of Wisconsin. A guy that, you know, obviously he's going to be raw here, but play at Wisconsin, so has that experience. And then also could play special teams, so that's really important. And then finishing off, 255, Sage Sherratt picked another receiver, you know, um, had a great high school career, you know, was a big physical receiver. They um, Draft Network actually projects him to be an X, a slot X receiver, a big slot X receiver, which um, is a lot like Marcus Colston. So, you know, you see that, and you definitely feel intrigued as a Saints fan. So those are... My picks. Definitely tell me what you guys think about them. Tell me, you know, which holes we filled. We basically filled every hole, filled the cornerback, filled um, linebacker, filled uh, the defensive line, filled quarterback, interior, wide receiver. We did it all. Um, So definitely, really, really fun. And um, definitely, I want to hear what you guys think. Where do you think the the scene's biggest holes are? How do you think they're going to fill them? And it should definitely uh, just be, you know, really, really fun. Cannot wait for this draft. And we'll have covers throughout draft weekend recapping all the scenes picks and all of that fun stuff but i think with all that said we are going to wrap up the show if you like what we're doing here at the hudat discussion you should definitely follow us on on all of our social media platforms so that means on twitter you can follow us at the hudat disc on instagram you can follow us at hudat discussion and then also you can listen to the hudat discussion wherever you get all your other podcasts itunes spotify youtube all that fun stuff we are on there so it's going to be, you know, draft time in just a few days. Cannot wait. Really liked how this mock draft, uh, you know, planned out for the Saints. And if the Saints could do that on draft night, I'd be so, so happy. So, I, again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys, um, you know, for, you know, all of uh, the support and all that fun stuff. Definitely check out the uh, Saints News Network um Interns Podcast we just did where we talked about the draft um, as well. But I think with all that said, I want to say thank you guys for watching, listening. If you're... Uh, watching on youtube listening on itunes and all of all those other spotify all that stuff um definitely uh turn it loose that's the phrase here we're gonna turn it loose here and hopefully mickey loomis turns it loose for this draft and who dat